0: Very funny, went up to him and said, Jermaine, oh, is it? Oh, it? <laughs> well, it was very funny. Goes, you can call me JJ if you want. So the whole e- game, e- I'm there, JJ, JJ. I even shortened it to J at one point. I was like, oh. well, I scored and he didn't, so.
1: <laughs> OTB AM, live, weekday mornings from 7.30 on the OTB Sports app.
0: The GAA Club Championship Preview on OTB Sports.
1: In partnership with AIB. Proud sponsors of the football, hurling, and camogie All-Ireland Club Championships.
0: Yeah, welcome back to the show. Delighted to say taking time out from Bally Gunners preparations for this weekend's uh, Munster Hurling Club Championship quarter final uh, with Col Ryan McDonough's is Bally Gunner's own Desi Hutchinson. Desi, welcome back to the show. Thanks a million. Thanks for having me. Uh, well, uh, thank you for taking time out. I'm just wondering, like, what's the preparation like for, for a big game like this? Because, uh, like, I'm, I'm kind of thinking since ever since you came back from Brighton, there probably hasn't been a quiet game or a kind of a routine game. It's pretty much been go, 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 pandemic, go, go, go again for you.
1: Yeah, it has, to be fair. It's been a fairly hectic couple of years, I suppose, but... Preparation for this game is just the same as any other really, just taking a handy now this week, a little bit of training done, not much more to do and I suppose just relaxing, a bit of college work to do and things like that, so keeping the the mind occupied.
0: What's the college work?
1: Uh, I'm up in Mary Eye in Turles, so... Plenty of assignments and at you around this time, so just keep busy with them.
0: Jeez, there is a certain thing about taking a handy, you know what I mean. Like you could at some stage decide to give yourself a rest, like when you when you decided to quit professional football and come back and play Ireland. I would have thought that this is an opportunity to kind of let things breathe a little bit, but now you're throwing yourself in there full whack, aren't you?
1: Yeah, uh, there's definitely no time to breathe. Anymore. I'm probably busier <laughs> now than I ever was, but uh, look, it's all for it's all for good reasons. You know, it's it's nice to keep busy too. Um, obviously you could do it the break now and again but hope we get that at times too.
0: Yeah I was just going to ask you about the break as well like it's something that has, has popped up a lot I guess in conversation about uh, particularly about intercounty players because uh, when this notion of the split season came about there was thought that you know it's going to give club players chance to concentrate on club and it'll have uh, intercounty players not being pulled away from club duty uh, during the course of the intercounty season but for players like yourself it seems to be a never-ending year uh, is that how you feel with this, or has there been kind of enough breathing room for you, or is there still some tinkering that needs to be done with this season?
1: Uh, I think there's definitely still a bit of tinkering to do with it because, as you said, for some players, they're they're going nearly full year round. Like if you're going into the business end of Munster Club Championships and all that, series, it's it's a very long year, I suppose. For myself, we haven't had too much of a break. We got a couple of weeks after the intercounty season finished, and then. I suppose we played our county final, uh, I suppose, nine weeks ago early now, um, but a few of us went playing football then for six weeks, so there's been no real break in between. So I think the structure needs to be maybe looked at a little bit to guarantee players a couple of months couple of months off at some stage during the year, whether it's speeding up the both seasons or whether it's slowing down a little bit to give the breaks in between. But uh, I think there is a little bit to do. But look, I suppose when you're preparing for Munster Club or things like that, it's... Um, you're not too worried about taking a break right because it's all exciting but look, eventually you will have to take a break.
0: Yeah, burnout's got to be a, a massive consideration considering the fact that you do have lives and you're trying to study and there's other lads trying to work and there's other lads with families and whatever else, like uh, superfluous to the to the hurling or indeed the football, like people need to actually have times to, to be human outside of the game as well, I guess.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Look, and that's, that's important too for the mind like you know you can't be you can't be going 90 all year round because eventually it will take its toll so it's a look it's about finding a balance for yourself and as you say about burnout and that you just have to really top up on the way you recover and that after trains to avoid I suppose long term injuries or like that thankfully I've been lucky enough so far that I haven't received any but um, I suppose for some players they might, they might be getting injuries a lot quicker than other people and it's very hard to keep going throughout the year
0: Is there ongoing consultation like with the GPA Uh, like because we do hear from time to time like they've put out surveys and and that led I think in parts to the split season etc but is there constant kind of discussion back and forth is it a two way kind of dialogue about how you guys are feeling in terms of the season in terms of what tweaks could be made in terms of what changes could be made
1: yeah there is to be fair look the GPA have been great especially this year look they're the ones that introduced the split season really and called for it and there's no doubt about it that the split season was always going to take a couple of years to, I suppose, fully get it right, and that's probably still in the process of doing that. So, but in terms of GPA, they've been they've been great, and I suppose they ask us for a lot of feedback throughout the year, and we give it to them, and I suppose that's what they're going to try and work on now for the year coming forward too.
0: Yeah, uh, things around Ballygunner, though, I'd imagine, have probably only calmed down by the time you were cracking back into to, to Waterford Championship again, weren't they?
1: Yeah, it was. To be fair, look, it was a great few months, I suppose, after winning all Ireland, but I suppose it the new championship comes around quick, quick. And I suppose we've not a lot of new players after coming into our group too that haven't experienced any of our, our I suppose, our county championship wins, let alone Munster and all our clubs. So I suppose to to get them right, we need to fully focus back on on the Waterford championship. And thankfully, we've done that this year too. Was
0: was it almost a case of the the sudden nature and the last gasp nature of that win uh, back in the previous final was? almost the best way to do it in a way because it didn't feel like there was going to be a massive lead in a massive expectation it was sudden it was a sudden burst and from that you kind of just have to almost instantly recover from that
1: yeah exactly look it was look as you said it was an incredible way to to win it but i suppose after a few weeks look for some of us we were back into the intercounty county after eight or nine days like you know so we we kind of brought it back down to earth fairly quickly but for some of the lads they, they, they enjoyed themselves for a couple of months and rightly so you know like you're well entitled to do that but as soon as the management decided we're going to get back on the horse nobody had any issues with that and everyone was ready to go for the year ahead uh,
0: What was the assessment on on the Waterford year? Um, I know there was an element of disappointment around the camp that didn't necessarily go to to plan and obviously Liam has departed since um, what was your kind of take on things throughout the year?
1: Sure, look it was a huge disappointment, uh, disappointment to be honest which I you're still trying to put your finger on it a small bit, lucky for us. In Valley Gunner, we were able to get back on the horse and get back into the group environment there and, and I suppose, focus on that. But in terms of what happened, we don't know. It was just a really disappointing year after starting so well in the league and we put a lot of work into the league. And Look, there's no doubt about it, I'm glad we won the league because it's, it's a medal you have in your back pocket at the end of the day. And Us in Waterford, I suppose, we don't get it um, that often. So it's important to, to, I suppose, cherish them moments too. But... Um, Look, the Championship is so, it's so hard, I suppose, in Munster that if you slip up in one game, you're on the back foot straight away and, and that's what happened to We went down to Limerick, we were beat and we were on the back foot and then we it was a, a must-do game against Cork and it was for them as well. So, look, they came out on the right side of it. We didn't perform in the day and that's the reality of Munster Championship.
0: Um, Liam, as I mentioned, as obviously departed. Um, he performed brilliantly, I, I think, when, when there and obviously giving yourselves the opportunity to go to Park and win a medal like that it's not as if that you can't keep using that um, I guess experience to draw upon in in further years down the line with Waterford
1: No absolutely look and there's no doubt about it Alim done a great job with us. the way it ended is a disappointment I suppose it might overshadow all his good work and the way it ended but like we're definitely in a better place as a team because of Alim's work and um, no doubt about it, Davey's going to drive that on even more and get still some belief in us that we can go all the way because I think maybe we lacked that a small bit in, in the last couple of years of actually getting finals and maybe not believing 100% that we were going to win them. And look, when you're at that kind of level and you're playing against top teams, you need to have all the belief in the world and maybe we lacked that a small bit. But as you said, it's going to be experience for us all knowing that if we come across them situations again, we're going to have to be a little better with them.
0: What you put that lack of belief down to?
1: I suppose it's just—it's probably just because it's such a young group and it hasn't been successful at senior senior level. I suppose a lot of the lads would have had um, success at minor and under twenty one level, but I suppose senior hurling is a completely different ball game. And then there's a lot of new players there, and I suppose there was a lot of experienced guys that weren't still in the panel so we were all probably gelling together at the same at the same time so maybe that that has something to do with it too but I think we're definitely going to be in a better place for it uh,
0: Have you had because I think w- when Davey was on with the AM lads a couple of weeks ago he was mentioned that he was obviously going to be in contact with the with the panel like what was your instant reaction when you saw uh, Davey was coming back to the county?
1: Yeah it was, it was pure excitement I suppose because Luckily enough, my own brother was involved when when they were when Davy was there before, and I kind of knew about a bit about him since then. But I suppose for a player and a supporter of Waterford, you're going to be looking forward to it because he, everybody knows Davy wears his heart in his sleeve, and he will put everything into into Waterford hurling over the next couple of years, and that's all you want as a player is for a manager to come in and give it everything to give, I suppose, us the best platform to go and play off.
0: Have you spoken to him yet?
1: Yeah, we met him once or twice, is all. Um, in fairness, he's leaving us. He's leaving us to the club at the moment, and he's wished us the best luck there. But I suppose everything he's put in place so far seems seems brilliant. And I suppose for a player going back into training now over the next few weeks, it's it's going to be exciting.
0: Yeah, it's unusual that like obviously you've got your brother's experience to draw upon. There's others that might have been around your club as well that have probably dealt with him before, so you can kind of almost get the skinny on him before you go back into the panel and see what he's going to be like. But like he seems to be one of these managers that, that that's ever evolving. That there doesn't you don't seem to get the same David Fitzgerald twice. Uh, seems to be yeah, exactly be from the outside.
1: Like, yeah, definitely. Like, there's not it's not going to be the same David Fitzgerald that was in Waterford, but. 12 years ago I think it is now so it's it's going to be different and I, I suppose he, he's after learning a lot through his managerial career that hopefully he's going to bring to us now again Like you know, so I'm sure he's always trying to, to learn thing, new things and, and so are we as players so have him coming in with all his experience is only a good thing for us
0: Yeah and a massive like a, a huge motivator I think he's just one of these people who seems to be a natural motivator I and mean, when you talk about perhaps a, a confidence a dip in the squad he's somebody who can certainly work towards bringing that back up
1: yeah, definitely. Look, you, no matter, whenever you hear Davey speak, you're, you're going to listen to him, whether it's on the telly or it's in person, you're, you're, you're just, I suppose, brought to him and, and you're listening to him no matter what he has to say. So I think that's good and I think he's going to be excellent for us, especially for a, a young group like ourselves. Um, it, it's going to be important and then, we have, we have really top hurlers in our in our team too so it's all going to please God gel well together.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a squad kind of, uh, like, you know, I think it's it's shot through with talent. It's not as if you've got guys who are struggling to to find form or anything like that. Like you've got a string of club champions within the, uh, the core of the team you've got players who've been there for a while and you've got really young performers coming through as well. You've got a nice mix. You've got a nice blend. You've got a team that people will be pretty envious of, I guess.
1: Yeah, there is. And look, this squad of players, I suppose, Please God we don't lose anybody or anything like that. But this squad of players now is going to be with each other three to four years. So like that that's massive, I suppose, going into a new year that you, you know what each other are like. Maybe a couple of years ago we, we didn't really know what each other were like. Like I might have not known lads too well because I was only back a short time, whereas now I know all the lads very well. So look, just not long ago people were talking about us being being the best team in the country. So that doesn't change overnight. We believe we are we can get back to that top table and, and compete again. Um, and there's no reason why we can't go and do that.
0: Yeah, and our club championship coverage on Off The Ball is brought to you with the IBA, proud sponsors of the Football Hurling and Camogie All-Ireland Championships. Check out hashtag the toughest for more. Desi, before you go, I want to ask you about uh, about soccer and about football, about, about Brighton in particular. Do you still keep an eye on things? Do you still have contacts over at the club? I know a lot of your kind of teammates from when you were there, the likes of Jason Malumbi and, and Aaron Connolly have, have moved on uh, to a degree is there still a fondness there for Brighton are you very much I've, I've seen Manchester United Terrell Molassi kind of pictures on your timeline uh, so that yeah, suggests yeah. that my, your, your your allegiances might lie elsewhere and we're probably after distracting you from the last uh, 10 minutes of United that tonight
1: Yeah no I'm probably better off sporting Brighton at the minute <laughs> than United but um, no look you'd, you'd keep an eye out for him I wouldn't pay a, a huge amount of attention to it because as you said there's not many lads I suppose that I would have played with over there that are still there maybe one or two Um but that's about it. So, But look, you'd still keep in contact with a lot of lads you would have played with, especially the Irish lads. There's a lot of them doing well now, as you said. Jason Murphy, I suppose Aaron Connolly, um, Danny Mandrew has gone back over, which is great to see and um, Warren O'Hara doing really well at MK Don. So there's a lot of lads still doing very well, and then you'd have a couple of the English lads, they're over doing really well as well. So look you keep in contact with them a small bit, I wouldn't say I'll be on the phone from them every day or anything like that. But you definitely keep an eye out for them.
0: You were like you weren't far away from, you know, seeing first team action and stuff like that in, in certain cup games too. Like is there any kind of tinge of regret in terms of your time there and, and how it turned out, or are you pretty much happy with with your lot? Uh
1: no, there's not. There, I suppose there's there's no regret, really. I suppose maybe if you you got a bit of exposure to first team football, a bit senior, things might have been different. But in terms of regret, I don't have any. I suppose I've been really lucky that when I came home, I've been really successful within the GA. So so far, in, in four years, I've been back. So I suppose there's no regret. Maybe if things weren't going so well with hurling uh, and Gaelic football back home, at home, it might be a, I might have a different answer for you. But at the moment, you don't really get too much time to reflect on it either. So. Oh, look, I'm, I'm happy with the choice I've made, and thankfully it's all going well so far.
0: Absolutely. You've got this quarter final, as I mentioned, uh, coming up on Sunday at Welsh Park. Um, and then, like, it's like you look through that Munster Championship, and it the, the talent that's, uh, uh, you know, basically on show, the other half of the draw, you got Bally and Finbars, and then uh, Yee will be playing the Pirsic if you get through. Like, that's it's an incredibly stacked championship, really, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it is. It's, it's really, really competitive. And that's I suppose, shows the importance of focusing on game by game. You can't get ahead of yourself and start thinking about Munster semi-finals or Munster finals or anything like that. We we know we have a huge challenge ahead of us on on Sunday in Welsh Park against Killeron And look, they, they're coming off the back of a, a really good uh, county final win, I think, it's the first time in uh, 37 years or something like that. So they'll, they'll be on such a high and it's going to be a massive challenge for us. And... But look, it's one we're really looking forward to. This is why you play the game you want to be involved in these big games. And, Look, we have probably have a target on our back as well after after last year and people are going to want to beat us so we know we're going to have to stand up even more
0: yeah absolutely Desi uh, do you want me to spoiler the United result for you tonight or are you
1: okay uh, go on you can give it to me uh,
0: the one one nil, but it's not enough to top the group so you've still got an right. extra round in the Europa League uh, but uh, yeah a victory is a victory I guess at the end of the day isn't it uh, Desi thanks so much for taking time out to speak to us I know obviously you're preparing for that game on Sunday we wish you the very best in it
1: lovely thanks a million
0: cheers Desi